Welcome everyone to the latest episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. This is our Blair Witch Volume 2. Oh, oh, oh yeah. no. Oops. Uh, oh, something no. happened there. <laughs> I'm Larry. What is it? What is it? Uh, not here. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking game. Oh my God. Uh, I'm so, Justin. <laughs> so yeah. So we, we had best intentions. We had coffee. Justin had beer. We were plopping down Monday evening. We had, we had yep. seven people in the chat ready to go on part two of the rest of the Blair Witch PC game journey. And it started out fine. And by fine, I mean, it was what we expected it to be. Yeah. Janky as fuck, but you know, janky, we could deal bad with controls. It. Yeah. Um, we put it in some cheat code, just to mess around, found out that trying to cause a thunderstorm crashed the game. Um, had the longest monologue in any PC game ever take place about something oh my that God, did not matter at all. Yeah, I don't think Blair Witch, Burkittsville, or Coffin Rock even were mentioned. Uh, Burkittsville was because she... In her monologue, was, saying, was it? Yeah, she said she lived on the outskirts of Burkittsville. Okay, so at least we had that. At least we had that. Um, And then... And then we hit a problem. Yeah, not here. We literally were unable to shoot three cans off of a fence post and progress yeah. the story. Uh, we saw videos. We reset the game. Justin tried to use a controller. Um, bro. <laughs> yeah. It was something. Uh, chat seemed to love it. Shannon and Matt P. Uh, he's been talking to me a lot about how much he enjoyed listening to us just sit there and struggle through it. Um, we're gonna try to do some workarounds. Blair Witch yep. will not defeat us. We will we will continue to go back for her. Um, so on chat we were talking like, do we move up a movie? Like, do we do Psycho Gorman? Like, something we already have scheduled. And I was like, Justin, we've already tackled a Christmas horror movie, a horror comedy. Yeah. Um, that's Gremlins, and Gremlins as it sits today is our Probably pretty high fourth. It is our fourth ranked piece of media. And I stand by that. Gremlins yeah. was fantastic. Oh. Yeah, oh, absolutely. The puppetry, the, the the horror, the comedy, like it was great. And so I said, well, let's do a let's just do another Christmas based horror movie. And I said Krampus. You mentioned um Black Christmas. I mentioned Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 for the garbage day. I would love to have had that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> and then Justin mentioned this movie Rare Exports. And I didn't look into it at all. All Justin told me is that these dudes dig up Santa Claus. Yeah, and the trailer looks fucking amazing. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, like, sure. And so we present to you, on this week of Christmas, the, surprisingly enough, second anniversary of the Here's Johnny Christmas special. Enjoy. started out yes immediately i was like 
fuck. It had that the the company the um, let me look it up because I have it in my notes. It had the oscilloscope laboratories. I don't know who that is. So I am not a fan <laughs> of shitty horror movies. Uh-huh. Okay. That is this brand. That is what they do. They make shitty horror, shitty horror, shitty movies in general. Um, such thing as well, it, it's just not good movies. All right, I've I've seen them. I've like literally, I got I've gotten to the point now where if I start a movie that pops up, I just stop. So immediately you wanted to stop. And I was like, I was like, oh shit! I was like, oh shit! Oh shit! Because <laughs> with Shutter, sometimes you get gems and sometimes you get trash. Yeah. And then the movie started, and I was like, oh shit! Am I about to get a finish? Like Krampus or a Finnish kind of Goonies mixed with some shit. And then we'll talk about what happened after that. <laughs> Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, is a 2010 fantasy action horror film. Hey, at least it has horror film. Marcus it does say it that. Does. Yeah. Uh, it is written and directed by Jalmari Hollander. I can't, I hope I've said that well enough. And it is about people living near Korvatunturi. Again, trying my best. Here yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, don't. Worry. Uh, yeah. And the kid has this theory about Santa Claus. The film is based on a short film from 2003 called Rare Exports Inc. and a 2005 sequel, another short story from called Rare Exports. The official safety instructions; those are from Jamari Hollander and his part uh, working partner Juso Hollander. Um, and their premise is basically the same. I'm not going to get into that yet. We'll talk about that in plot. Yeah. Um, the film was shot on a budget of, I don't even know, a pound. I think it says pounds. 1.8 million pounds. I think that's that symbol. Uh, is it, it the grows, L? It's the E, the line going through it. 1.8 E. Or 1.8. Euro. It's a euro. Click a button and find out your answer. It's a euro. Um, it made four million at the U.S. box office. Hmm. I I can't tell you what the conversion is. Uh, it, it is it uh, it costs two point zero three eight million. So they doubled it. Yeah. Um, it is in Finnish. Yeah. Is that the language? Uh, I'm out of myself here a little well, bit. Well, I know. I think some. I think one of them talks Russian. Right? Yes, for they sure. Are, like, they they do talk Russian. Russian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I believe it is Finnish. Yes. Uh, and I do want to make notes that it did win awards. Uh, it won the Locarno International Film Festival Variety Piazza Grand Award, uh, Best Motion Picture, Best Cinematography, and Best Director. Um. They were nominated for the Best Film uh, of the Juicy Award, where it did not win that, but there it won Cinematography, Music, Sound Design, Editing, Art Direction, and Costume Design. It won the Pegasus Audience Award at Brussels International Fantastic Film Festival. And it was nominated for the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films Saturn Award for Best International Film. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I am not going to do a 60-second summary. No, that's fine. 
And the reason why is this morning, I've been up since 4.30 this morning. I drove in to help uh, Steven, obviously one of our Dark Souls buddies, um, do a science experiment. And then I sat in a room because at Ohio State, once they turn the heat on, they can't turn it back off. So even though it was damn near 70, it was blowing out hot air. So I was sitting there standing on a computer screen doing some budget reconciliation, trying not to fall asleep. And I just left a three-hour movie theater where I went and saw uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Justin, I realize we did not do what's new with us. I am having a day. We'll do That's that okay. at the end. <laughs> yeah, we can do that um, at the closing or whatever. Yeah. But Steven took me out to breakfast to thank me for coming in and helping him, which is always appreciated. It was really good. Um, and him and Matt asked me to tell them the story of Rare Exports. So I want to give you that story to our audience. Uh, spoilers. Okay. Um but also, spoilers, you aren't missing anything. So I mentioned this film starts out promising. We have some explorers kind of digging into this hillside. And it appears that we may have, that they, they may have something important. This American guy, or at least he's speaking English, uh, hands him the sheet about the rules they need to follow. And he seems to know more what's going on. We have these yeah. two kids who are watching from afar. And the one kid thinks they're unearthing Santa Claus. Get packed. They leave the the Russian base or the dig, dig site. Go back home. And we kind of get this little opening credit montage of, like, rules of how to not piss off Santa. Yeah. And, like, cool renditions of Santa as well. Very cool renditions. Yeah. Um, we're then introduced to our characters. There is our main boy. There is the boy's jerk friend. And there's three older men, in, which is one of those is the main boy's dad. Um. Our main boy and his dad have a very weird relationship where it seems like the dad loves him, but he's also very, like, mean. Yes, very mean. <laughs> like, for no reason at times. Yep. Um, but basically, the young boy is convinced that Santa Claus has escaped and is coming for vengeance. Not only that, but they're... Oh, okay. We'll get into it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. All right, go ahead. Yeah, keep going. So our three men and the two boys go to check on the reindeer because they don't show up, and they're all dead. Yeah. Um, the boys think it's their fault because they left the gate open when they went into the Russian area and they think whoops came in, but there's no real proof of that. Um, then it's Christmas morning. Uh, dad and boy have another terrible, terrible interaction. Um, all the town's children are abducted and replaced with these creepy ass dolls. Yeah. Except for our main boy. And the three men have found a naked man. A naked, dirty man who has a resemblance to what one would think a dirty, naked Santa would look like yes. without being fat. Yeah. This dirty, naked man is violent. He uh, bites one of the guys. He is very attract, uh, attracted to children. And they come to the conclusion when they finally listen to the young boys and trying to tell him what, what he thinks is going on. This is Santa Claus. Mind you, no one cares the town's children are missing. No, nobody gives a shit. No one cares at all yet. Yeah. So they call the American scientist or the American researcher and ransom the Santa Claus because they buy in. Like they have bought it. There's no pushback. As soon as a boy tells his story, these assholes buy in. And they ransom the Santa Claus to the old to the old researcher. Yeah. 
is at this point where the old researcher realizes this isn't Santa, Justin. It is but his one of his many elves. The old man gets killed with an axe to the head, which I don't know where it came from because there's there's no, no one no. close. Uh, and then our three hunters and the young boy are surrounded as the trees open up with naked, dirty Santas. Naked, dirty elves, please. Come on. Sorry, sorry. Naked, <laughs> dirty elves. They go into this big hangar bay. When they get in there, they realize that they had been building a nest for the real Santa Claus. All of the town's children are in burlap potato sacks next to the thawing, dirty, uh, giant Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> And the young boy comes up with a plan that everyone's just on board with. 100%. They load all of the children in burlap sacks into a big net. They, even, they, put the one this... kid, they even put the one kid back yeah. in the burlap sacks. His, his, his friend, the douche friend. Yeah. They, they dangle it from a helicopter with the main boy... Just hanging off the net. Yep. <laughs> Mind you, we are in like Siberia. Like it is, it is goofiness. And all of the old naked men start chasing the helicopter with the little children to this pen. They realize that they can't close the gate, so the little boy jumps down in order to close it and to sacrifice himself to all of the old naked men. At the same time. Uh, main boy's dad and douchey friend's dad have put dynamite all into the still frozen Santa, uh, but they also took some time to cut off his horns. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, not, I'm trying not to interject too much because we're going to get into this. Yeah. Uh, they drive away yeah. and blow up the Santa. And it's at that point, the naked, dirty men elves uh, stop getting ready to kill I hope at least just that the young boy. Yep. And you think the movie's over. You think our journey's done. Yes. No, the two young boys and their three older fathers and the one other strange man, uh, start training the naked old Santa looking elves into becoming Santas. And they, train them how to hold children and how to talk to them and how to answer their their questions about gifts. And then in the weeks leading up to Christmas, they put these human beings at least at the maybe, but these Santa looking elves into boxes and ship them all over the world in order to make up for the lost profit they lost when the reindeer died. Yep. They're $85,000. Yeah, so I was, I was hooked. <laughs> I was intrigued. Yes, I was enjoying it. I thought this could go somewhere, and I think the moment I realized that we had hit mud and we're kind of stuck was when they started poking Santa with a broom. Interesting. Okay. And the moment I realized that this movie had gone off the rails and I was no longer having a good time was when they lifted the airlifted the children and had the dirty naked men chasing them down. 
Yeah, penises flopping in, like, to and fro all over the yes. place. Yes. I, ho- I hope made it clear there was a lot of nudity. Yeah. Also, uh, I will say I am very surprised. The entire cast, there, there was mention of the main kid's mother. Yes. But we do not know what happened to the rest of the women in the town. There is no female actor in this film. I nope. don't think we've had a movie where that has happened. No, and I mean, I, I mean, I jokingly told you, I think that they, <laughs> they were smart enough to turn it down, <laughs> uh, because especially with looking at the elves, that could have been very gross, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, the basic oh story of this is like fine, right? You uncover Santa and like it can be, Santa's it could evil. Be interesting. It could be, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like there was, I was intrigued for a few moments. I was intrigued. I, I yeah. truly thought that this could be something. Yeah. Like, I did not expect it to be a conjuring, but I thought this might be one of those movies where I watched and I was like, oh, I will never watch this again. But, but you're glad you did. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of there with you. Like, I was intrigued at the start. Yeah. Even, like, a little bit over halfway through, but as soon as they airlifted those kids out, I was like, oh, no, this is... And then it didn't end. And then the, like, weird slavery happened. <laughs> yeah, And slavery. I was like, Ooh. oh, no. Jim is slavery. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not only like... that they were participating, but other people were willing to buy into. Yeah. Uh, Craziness. Yeah, it just got so weird and just not enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, and I think we need to talk about the scary, funny component later. But yeah. needless to say, that will be a a brief but concise conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think this would work better as a short story or a short film. I agree. I, I did feel that it went on a little too long. Have and... you seen the movie Lights Out? No, I haven't. Okay. The movie Lights Out is way too long, and it gets really stupid because they start trying to explain shit. Okay. Like, why this monster, when you turn the lights out, it gets closer to you and attacks you in the darkness. Okay. It's based on, like, a two-minute YouTube short. Okay. Where this woman's going to bed, and she's turning the lights out. As she does in the hallway, this black figure gets closer and closer. Short is terrifying. Short is great. I have gone back and watched that several times. Yeah. Making that a full-fledged movie was stupid. Sometimes things are better in brief, little concise. There's a little short thing. Yeah. Um. Sometimes you can build it out. But the problem is, is that sometimes the it's, the it's the ambiguity. It's the not knowing. It's the not filling in the blanks that makes something good. I necessarily did not hate the fact that the... Dirty naked man was an elf and not a Santa. Like, I actually thought that was I, like a nice, like interesting twist. Actually, yeah, but that is for sure the moment where this movie was like, "What the hell?" And then like it just never because they didn't do anything with that outside of no. providing a, a bunch of penis. Yeah, it, it was kind of like okay, they found this one person. Oh, hey, look! By the way, there's like hundreds of them. I think there's yeah, like 126 exactly. or something like that. We never get to see the actual Santa. They cut off his horns. He's like, but the thing is, when we see him, he's like almost entirely thought out. Yes. Like, I'm very disappointed we didn't get to see him at all. 
Yeah, I would have liked to have seen like a little, even if it was just like him coming out and like them blowing one up. Person. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, some kind of stakes to be added to it. So yeah, I just <laughs> see this is the problem. We we talked about this last week, I think. Uh, with the captive state is like it's yeah. okay, but it's not. I don't know. There's like not. It's okay much to but, take oh, away like, from it. Yeah, a captive state tried, I think, to make a bigger point. It just didn't do it well enough. It didn't get us there. Yeah. This one, I feel like, had an interesting route. It had an interesting, like, basis for its story. Yeah. And then it just went and never got back, which I think is different. So for plot, I gave it a four. I gave it a four and a half because I'm kind of in the same boat as you. It's just like... As the movie went on, I started to enjoy it less and less. Yes, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Cinematography. This is a good-looking movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. There are a few moments of bad CGI. Um, It's mainly the kid hanging on the helicopter. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, very bad. Yeah. But besides that, like, again, and it's like the beginning of this movie, like, there were moments where I thought, like, this could be a really dark, gory film. Yeah, and like even like to that point, I think the guy that they think is Santa is genuinely creepy. Like when they have 100%. him loaded onto the back of the truck and he's just like staring at the kid, it's creepy. Yeah, because it's it, like because at that point we don't know if like maybe this is Santa, maybe he has like some kind of like really gross thing with kids. Like we we don't know anything about it. Yeah, because it's all left ambigu- ambiguous, and it's like it's it's intriguing, right? Yeah. The problem is that when they bring in all of the elves outside of when they're all in the pen and we see a bunch of dong, like when they're running through the trees, it looks worse than what we saw in the Lord of the Rings, which is a film that came out 20 years ago yeah. now. Yeah, it, it looks very like, it almost reminds me of like I Am Legend with like how bad those yes, monsters perfect. look. Yes, perfect. That's a yeah. perfect description. Yeah, yeah. Um. And Which is unfortunate because I think when they like solo them off, when there's literally only one or two on screen, yeah. even our main Or guy when the little boy is like, surrounded in the in the pen, we have like five or six of them. Again, yeah. a lot of dong, but... They look they, good. Like, they look real, creepy. They look creepy. They look dirty. They look monstrous. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. And so, like, I actually am kind of surprised. My cinematography score is actually a seven, Justin, because I think this is a very decent movie. There is some interesting gore that you don't really expect. Yeah. Um, but it does have its flaws, and that's when the CGI gets involved. So how about yourself? Yeah, I, I actually gave it a six and a half. I'm in the in the same boat. I, I'm sad we didn't get more over-the-top gore because, I don't know, holidays or uh, Christmas is one of those holidays that you go over-the-top for. So when yes. I watch a horror Christmas movie, I like it to be over the top as well. Or funny. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, this did not go that we'll, extra mile. <laughs> we'll talk about it. So, audio. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, we both don't speak Finnish. Nope. Um, so, please take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the acting was great. And I thought the kid who played Pietri, the main boy. Yeah. I thought he was really good. I Again... I was compelled by him until this movie started going off the rails and getting weird. Like I was compelled by his character. I liked how he was the kid who knew and no one wanted to listen to him. I thought that yeah. was interesting. Yeah, it's like his own like Christmas hero's journey, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, um, I, I agree. I, I think it was all good. I'm trying to think if there was any that, like... The dad was just in. mean. Oh, that was a lot of context. He's a like, angry dad. Yeah, and I did not like that. Like, I might, but the thing is, like, I not, I got no context clues from the store about why he was so mean. I just think he was mean to be mean, which was rough. Like, I didn't get any points off for it, but I, I definitely wanted to comment on it. Oh um, yeah, he's he's an asshole. I mean, unfortunately, like you said, we don't really get any like reasoning behind why or anything. It's just he just is. No score really to speak of. I know it won an award for it, but I, I I literally watched this less than twenty four hours ago. I cannot tell you what the music was. Yeah, I watched it last night. I have no idea. I really wish they had like maybe they couldn't get the the rights to it. But at this point, I probably would think that's common use. But like Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. Jingle bells or even like remixes of those, like Finnish remixes. I have no idea. I wanted something like that. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, like you said, there, there's no, I mean, I, it did win an award for a score. I can't, if yeah, I were to I watch either. the movie again, I would be like, oh, I guess that was it. Like, I, I don't, <laughs> it didn't stick out for me at all. So, all right. I gave it a six. I gave it a five because I thought the acting was great, but the score was just kind of... That's not where I was at. It went a little bit yeah. lower because I thought the acting was pretty good. Yeah. So, are we doing how scary or how funny and scary? Your call. Your selection of movie, you get the call. Oh, I literally picked this because I saw a trailer, and I actually looked at a bunch of uh, trailers after I had watched it. Uh-huh. This is not the movie I saw a trailer for. <laughs> okay. So, um, you want to call it funny, scary, or scary? I'm not mad. This was a... F- this was... It was not very good, but we have had far worse. Yeah, I, I guess funny, scary. Okay. Give it more of a shot. Okay. This movie is not funny. <laughs> no, no, it's not. At, at any point. Like, I never, at, there was no points where I even felt like it was trying to be funny. And the only part where I think you could even make that case was the end when they sold all the L's into slavery. <laughs> Oh boy, yeah. Right, um, like that's probably the only point where like you'd be like, "Oh, ha ha!" Look what they, like, you know, what I mean, like that's the only part where I could see any horror kind of pop up. Comedy. Thank you, comedy. <laughs> Sorry, I, I think I hear slavery. I think horror, but yeah. yeah, like that's like the only part where I think there's even like any attempt to be funny. And even then, it's like weird. I mean, it's super fucking weird. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't think this movie's funny at all. Okay. But how scary? I told you when it started out, I was like, hmm, what, what journey are we going on? Yeah. The opening credits with the scary views of, of, uh, Santa, what we kind of can expect going into this movie. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, okay. And then when the little boy wakes up and sees the footprints on the roof and like, and, like, we know that he has lights, like, Christmas lights on outside, and his dad turned them off, and he was using it to kind of fend off the bad things and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was never scared, but I was, like, you know, like, when you're watching this movie, you're, you're preparing yourself for, like, the floor to drop out. You're preparing yourself yeah. for something, like, a buildup. Yes, yeah. Two things can happen, Justin. It can pay off, or you can be like, God damn it. Yeah. This was more in the goddamn it camp. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh it it never got scary and it had chances where it could. Like there were opportunities I felt like where 
where it could become scary, and it just never did, man. It never did. And no, it was I, disappointing because I feel like, like I said, we talked during plot, like there were chances where it could have. Yeah, it never really, like, it almost felt like at those times it didn't believe in itself enough to, like, go that extra step because I, I really do think that there's moments in this movie that if they had followed through a little more could be terrifying. 100%. A hundred percent. Like if the kids weren't like captured and like had actually had their souls sucked and be, had become those empty husks, like Pinocchio yeah. husks, that could have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, or if the parents cared that the kids were all gone. <laughs> yeah. I, like the only remotely creepy thing for me in this movie was the elf that they like capture. And even then it was like, they don't spend enough time with it and they maybe no. played off super goofily. And then it's like, Oh, he's Santa Claus. So let's sell him for $80,000 each. And then it just gets weird from there. And it's yeah. I gave it a two. I also gave it a two. <laughs> and the, the two for me came from the fact that like, I felt like it had a chance. I felt like we had a chance to be scary. Yeah, unfortunately, it didn't do anything with that chance. But yes, I agree. Like uh, subgenre, I actually put it into religion. I was thinking religion as well. Because I think whenever we do get to that season, we'll probably end up tossing like folk tales or, or, like, yeah, yeah. into there. I think that would yeah. where it would fall best. Okay. To review the scores for plot, I gave it a four. Justin gave it a four and a half. For cinematography, I gave it a seven. Justin gave it a six and a half. For audio, I gave it a six. Justin gave it a five. And for how funny slash scary, we both gave it twos. That gives it a here's Johnny final score of a 46. That is not going to be breaking the top 10. It is closer to the bottom. And it's tied, Justin. With? It's tied with a video game. Two, two, two video, video games, games and two movies. It is tied with Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise, mm-hmm. and Silent Hill 4, The Room. Interesting. What are the movies that it's tied with? Resident Evil, The Final Chapter, and White Zombie, that 1932 with Bela Lugosi. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's... The one I was actually looking at when we were talking was, uh, it's like a Christmas horror story is what it's called or something like that. I think I've heard of that one before. Yeah. All I remember from it is Santa Claus fighting a demon. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) Okay, guys, stick around after this commercial break from a member podcast of Kaleidoscope Media Network, and we will give you a rundown of what's coming next. Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters, sociopathic villains, cold-blooded murders, and nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. All right, Justin. Yes. After this, we have our Scream mini season, Scream 2, 3, 4, and 5. We also have Lakeview Cabin tossed in there at some point. Um, I think... What? Okay, yeah, sorry. I was like... 
I thought you didn't say Scream 4, and I was like, oh, wait, what? Okay, but no, sorry. Was, yeah. I, I, no, yeah. that's, yeah. Um, And since I was so excited to talk about Rare Exports, we did not do what's new with us, so we aren't going to be doing another episode, actually, until my birthday. Supposed to be Dead Space 3. We'll see. Um, <laughs> We'll see if we finally get around to playing it. I think, I think we're both holding off, like, ruining the really nice flavor that game franchise has in our mouth right now. I think we're both... Yeah, I, to like, and the, the worst dread. thing is, is like I would love to say, "Oh, hey, let's just not do it." But like, part of me to. wants to just tuck it at the very end, like because we, we keep pushing it off, and we got to get some of these games beaten. But we can talk about it. Okay. So it's going to be a month, over a month, until we live record again. So I was just curious, what is um, a game you're excited to play, or a book you're excited to read, or a movie or TV show you're excited to get through? Um, that you're excited to talk about when we come back and start doing quote unquote live recordings. The Matrix. <laughs> really? Like hands down the Matrix. Yes, absolutely. I'm um, I'm hesitant about it. What what why are you so excited? I I love the first Matrix movie. The second one oh, is me too. it's got its moments. The third one is I hate the third one. Me too. Um, that sounds exactly <laughs> like me. <laughs> but I, I think that they could do something interesting and i'm excited for them to try yeah uh especially now that uh, i mean obviously like the digital age is like completely different now from what, mm-hmm. it, what it was um i i'm trying to think i don't think there's anything else like i i don't think there's any games coming out i i'm i'm looking at a list right here you would have um, elden ring if it didn't get delayed yeah elden ring february 25th it's gonna be fantastic <laughs> Um. Oh. Oh no! I'll I'll keep that. Actually, no. I'll t- I'll say it. No. Right what now. is it? I beat the hardest boss in Bloodborne. <laughs> Congratulations! What's the name of it? Uh, it is in the DLC. It is the Orphan of Koss. I've heard of that. Yes. I didn't know yeah. that was in Bloodborne, and I'm happy to know that I don't have the DLC, so I don't have to yeah. deal with that shit. I have two bosses in the entire game left. I just need to figure out where I'm going next. I was I was on a rhythm after you helped me. Um, we'll talk about that when we review it. And I beat the yeah. Witch of Hemlock without dying, ever, which was pretty cool. Oh yeah, the, the Witch is, is is a nice. It was that was, nice was it was also a fun boss. It was a fun boss to like learn the mechanics of. Yeah. Um, unlike Pinwheel, which was like super easy, this was like there was definitely some factors to it. It was more just like fun learning it and. Yeah. My my kind of boss. I might uh, I might go back and play Dark Souls three, until Elden Ring comes out. <laughs> really. After I beat Bloodborne, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What about what about yourself though? So there's a few things. Pokemon Legends, I'm assuming. Pokemon Legends is one of them, absolutely. And okay, so actually we've talked about this before last time actually. So it's not like a Breath of the Wild Pokemon game. What is it then? Like what exactly is it? I think it's Nintendo's first attempt to make a a Breath of the Wild kind of Pokemon game. Um I've talked about it and like I've almost beaten really uh, diamond but i think pokemon functions best like that i think pokemon is at its best at its peak when it's a game where you have sprites and the sprites have little unique animations animations because it's easy to do it and the world's like top down like old school like this like i think that's for me pokemon's good i think yeah. arceus is an attempt by the pokemon company to see what the fan base is willing to tolerate for them stepping in to a Breath of the Wild open world kind of experience. 
Because the thing is, like, if you think about it, like, there's, like, over 800 mons. And each of those mons have to be programmed individually with their own animations. Like, Scratch for Magikarp wouldn't be the same Scratch for, like, Whale Lord, right? Not that they can't learn those moves, but, like, like they wouldn't be the same. Huh? I said, who the fuck is Whale Lord? You should look it up. It's one of my favorite Pokemon. And there's just a lot going on. And I think I am willing to give them a chance. I prefer, especially after playing Brilliant Diamond, I absolutely prefer the more spritey, old school kind of Pokemon games. I just, I don't understand like what Legends is. No one does because they keep walking stuff back. Lovely. That's a sign of a fantastic video game right there. Uh, I am excited. I got a book for Christmas. Um, me oh. and Devin already exchanged our gifts because we are children and can't wait. <laughs> she gave me the last Grady Hendrix book I don't have. Oh, well, well, which? Uh, it's called which We Sold Our Souls. It's about a rock band, and one of the members of the rock band sold the entire group's souls to the devil to become famous. Oh, does the rest of the band know this? Or I, I have not looked into it very much. I just kind of that's like kind of like the, the back teaser a little bit. Um, and then trying to think of anything else. So that's a game and a book. Scream 5, but we'll be reviewing that. Yeah. Um, oh, fan- our, our fantasy critic is like done. Oh, I guess it is. We, should, we can do a little review. Look into that. How did I finish? I, I stopped messing around after some shenanigans took place. <laughs> but I, I think you won. I think I think last I looked, you were in first, and I was in second. So I'm just logging in right now. Um, uh, you took some risks that paid off, my friend, and I respect the shit out of it. Fuck yeah, dude! I still have a game. I have a game up there that's zero points too. Do you really? Um, yeah, Final Fantasy uh, 16. Oh yeah, yeah. So I am. Um, actual points. So I'm in first. Okay. Randy is in second. Randino coming back from the dead. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um Daddy Gamer is in third. Oh wow, I have I have fallen. Uh Alex is in fourth. Oh man, I, I fell like a like a rock. Larry is in fifth. Probably because I dropped three games, never replaced them. Uh Rachel's in sixth. Haha, <laughs> uh, take that, Rachel. Uh, Zach, the guy who had COVID when we were actually drafting, uh, is in seventh. Okay. And then Mikium is in last. Wow, I fell. Okay. Yeah. That's the way it is. And then one last thing, Justin, before we wrap this up. Yeah. I went and saw Spider-Man No Way Home. Right, yes. No spoilers, because I would never do that to somebody. Unless it's like you, it just said, tell me. And I knew you meant it. Yeah, um, yeah, because I don't care. <laughs> it's good. I want to watch it for a second time before I make bold proclamations. Yeah, but I'm not a really big like stan of the MCU. Like I enjoy their movies, but I don't seek them out. Um, Black Panther, Winter Soldier, and the Guardians of the Galaxy movies were probably my favorites. Um, before this, yeah, this might be my favorite MCU movie. It, it it truly might be, yeah. I I I'm going, I'm going to try to watch it. Oh, I guess something I'm excited for is The Witcher comes out, but it'll be out by the time that this yeah. comes out. Um, 
I'm going to try to watch Spider-Man, but I've unfortunately gotten very used to not having to go to a movie theater to watch yeah. movies. The nice thing for me is like the theater here in town's five bucks. Yeah. I, uh, I don't even and know. I love if that. I could... Being able to walk in there with me and Devin for a 20 and that covers tickets and popcorn and drink. Like, my must, dude. Must be nice. Yeah. Country living, my friend. Must be nice. All right. So, with that, I want to wish not only our audience a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, but Justin, you as well. Oh, Merry Christmas. I hope you have a, a great Year. holiday yeah. with your. Obviously, we're going to be. We'll be talking. Oh, yeah. We'll be, we'll be recording like next week. So. <laughs> yeah. But uh, to everybody else, have a great Christmas. Have a Happy New Year. Uh, send us any emails, any questions, and we will talk to everybody in 2022. See ya. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny Podcast. Everything goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, you guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We aren't looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later. Mm-hmm.